Welcome to the Vital Health Podcast. I'm Jodie Duval and I'm a functional naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimise your health and realise your full potential. We'll have cutting-edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! Today's podcast all about infrared saunas. I love infrared saunas and I've been using them for years and I really think that they've made a massive difference to my health. So I was really excited about getting Sebastian Miral, CEO of Clearlight Saunas on the show and we were chatting, we, we got chatting about history of saunas, we got chatting about traditional versus infrared saunas, what the benefits are and we go into a lot of detail about these benefits. We also talk about the spectrums of light that are used in the infrared sauna, particularly the Clearlight Saunas plus lots lots more. So Sebastian is a lifelong wellness enthusiast with a passion for outdoors, sustainability and happiness. He grew up in Germany and started his career as an environmental engineer before starting his company in Australia. He is the co-founder and CEO of Clearlight Saunas International, specialising in luxurious and state-of-the-art infrared saunas. With huge demand around the world from residential and commercial customers, Clearlight has a focus on bringing well-being, health and happiness to staff, customers and their families. Some of Clearlight's points of difference are their lifetime guarantee, exceptional customer care, ultra-low EMF and ELF heaters and full-spectrum infrared technology. We hope you enjoy. Welcome. Hey, Jody, how are you doing? Thank you for coming on. Yay! <laughs> so excited <laughs> to talk to you. Hello to Perth. Yeah, me too. Mm. Um, yes, hello to Byron. So um, we are talking about saunas today, which is a, a big love of mine and also what, who, what I recommend to many, many clients and many students and many friends. Um, and I spend my time in a sauna four times, up to four times a week. So love it, love it, love it. And infrared. So oh, we're done. We'll, we'll get to that mm. in a minute. So firstly, give me a bit of a rundown of even how you got into the sauna business and where your love of saunas come from, as well as a bit of history of saunas. Sure. Very cool. <laughs> Look, um, you might have spotted an accent and um, my accent comes from Germany, uh, northern Germany to be precise. And over there, that's actually a really common thing to do. You, you do um, incorporate your saunas definitely into your house in some way or, or another in the 80s and 90s it was almost a must to have that in your cellar and like you know in your basement have a sauna that would be normally a hot rock sauna that's what yeah. uh what i grew up with and um would do that with my friends you know even through throughout the teenage years um and and that's just normal there was even not a love it's just like you know this is what you do it's um some people have this whole thing of going to the sauna um after work they often mixed actually in germany which is mm. uh, absolutely normal and no clothes mm. but um actually yeah well a lot of uh, europe's like that isn't it because when i went yeah. skiing once there they were like oh no you gotta take your bathers off and i was like well, what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> they're like no yeah. you don't come in here with clothes on and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People are quite strict with that. In saying that, though, there's also same-sex days then where you don't do that, or same-sex um, saunas, and, and and things have have changed a little bit. But like, definitely, when I lived in in Germany, that's like what twenty years ago, um, there was quite a bit of that going on. And yeah, good good on them. It it seems to work for that culture for sure. A bit <laughs> different over here, and you know, 
I, th I think um, when, when I look at, um, I will answer your question in a moment, but when I look at into where this all has come to, it's like, so there used to be these public saunas and this is what people have been doing. And there's a mm -hmm. history to, to saunas that go back way thousands of years. You have the Banja in Russia, you have the Hammam in, in Turkey, you have the sweat lodges in North, North America, and that's thousands of years old and, um, you know, have been used for many different reasons. Also, I guess, mental health uh, as well as... Um, physical health and, and stamina and all the rest of it. Uh, but, but, but a trend that we see is that uh, it used to be public and it becomes more and more a private thing. Like it's, it's part of your wellness regimes, actually having that in, in your private gym or so on. And I think they're more affordable. They use less electricity and all of that has come to, yeah, there's a tradition. There's a quite a young tradition than, than also in, in the modern times. And now it's something that you have in your own home. Mm, mm. Mm. And we're lucky enough to if be able to actually have that in our own home, aren't we? To actually have I know. It and, and it's to be priced, you know, accordingly that it's not exuberant, you know, that you can't mm. actually afford it. Yeah, yeah. And you don't need installers necessarily. You can put it together yourself. Hey, um, just to, to finish off your question, mm. how I got into this, um, I, I guess I, I used to be, well, I still am a health nut and, you know, therefore... <laughs> did the raw veganism and looked into all gadgets that there were and, um, and helped out at uh, health conferences quite a bit, mainly to be sort of part of, you know, of that movement of the, of that group of people that thinks they have sorted it all out by doing the latest <laughs> and the best and eating only raw food. And, you know, no, 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 um, yeah. I don't know. Like it, you become quite specific and, and quite dogmatic as well. And I think that's Absolutely. a good evolution to, to go through as long as you, you know, get out of it as well. But during that time, um, I got in, in touch with uh, Clearlight Saunas in, in, mm. in the States. I, I would go to a conference twice a year over there and help there. And, and they asked me um, whether I would be interested in doing something with uh, the Australian market because they just um, had, had their distributors stopping. Mm -hmm. I said, no, no, I, that's, that's not me. Like, um, I'm interested in other things, but look, I, um, I will see what I, what I can do. And cut a long story short I couldn't find anyone who wanted to do it um, <laughs> no one I didn't find anyone who wanted to do it with uh, with me together either um, wow it was strange yeah no it, sometimes it wasn't yeah it was just yeah felt risky for people or I don't know that's seven years ago now and and I guess what I ended up saying is like look you know this is this is great and you know I really love your product this is an outstanding product on the market it's a lifetime guarantee you know you have such a track record you're led by a doctor that's that's fantastic you know your intent is great and I wish you all well but uh, I don't think this is the right thing for me right now and um, they came back and said yeah you know we totally understand we understand your point of view but we really think this is a really good thing you should do. I think this is a great opportunity. And um, <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay. So, and so I started actually selling before I even had products in to just see like, would people be actually interested if mm. I put it up? And, uh, and they were. And yeah, this is how I got it, got into it. I actually realized, wow, this is a really, really great device. I had no idea how powerful it is. Knowing only um, steam saunas, it's quite a different kettle of fish when you look look into infrared saunas and what they can do and what the technology the latest technology is, is all about so i got convinced by seeing customers being really 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 happy about it mm. and me of course using it at the same time as well so yeah amazing amazing what so just doubling back a little bit there the difference yep. between because obviously a lot of people have seen the steam saunas a lot of people mm. have seen the dry saunas, the ones that you mm. know you, you have in the gyms. Um, predominantly, you'll have both or one, or either or. Um, the difference straight out from those in comparison to the infrared. Yeah, there are quite a few differences. 
Okay. But the main the main difference between an infrared sauna and a um, let's say hot rock finish sauna mm-hmm. is that a finished sauna heats up air and you sit in hot air. An infrared sauna heats up your body from the inside out, and the air temperature is almost irrelevant. It we always say infrared therapy leans towards being done in a sauna. The sauna environment is really is really a complementary to an infrared therapy. Mm. So we're talking really about infrared therapy is done in saunas. It's not that this is a, a sauna as we know it. It's, it's very different what it does to the body and how it does it to the body. Uh, good point. I've actually never had it put that way before. All I, all <laughs> I likened it to is, yeah, heating on the inside out. So you're getting a lot more sweat because it's getting pushed out. And yeah. then when you walk into a normal sauna, as in that traditional mm. sauna, yeah. your nose feels like it's going to burn off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The air hate. Yeah. And I say this always, that's, I say that too, like, you know, um, and I say that with a lot of love because, you know, steam saunas have their place and, and, and they're great in, in many ways, but there are enough people who found it really stressful to go into a, uh, such a hot environment. Mm. You know, the, the degrees that you're looking at is like 80 to 90 degrees, which is like yeah. 170 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. And um, you compare that to 45 uh, to 55 degrees which is really therapeutic in infrared sauna. You can run it higher, but mm. um, even th- those degrees do, do a lot of good to you and it just, just work differently. If you think about your lungs, that is a single cell um, organ. So, you know, hot air does do something to it. And it, it feels to me, and that's my experience, when I go to a steam sauna, it is really taxing. After 15 minutes, I need to break because it's so hot. And yeah. um, if I push myself to too much i dehydrate no matter how much i drink and i just feel really worn out mm. there's still also good feeling of course otherwise it wouldn't be millions of people doing this and and, and so on but um, i can definitely see that when i go, come out of an, an infrared sauna i can run my sessions way longer and i still function afterwards so so there are more options of how you actually feel how hard you go and definitely it's it's way more gentle on the body Absolutely. And relaxing because you can actually breathe, you know, properly through your nose. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> That's one I thing know. I'm like, yeah. oh, I really, because I, you know, having my own at home and then you, I went into a sauna not long ago in a gym and I was like, oh, why, how? No one's felt the difference yeah. of an infrared sauna. This is why I love mine so much because it's just not, you can't relax. You actually can't relax fully. Mm. You feel like you're on edge in there. Yeah. There's some people who can, but most people, okay. for most people, it is just too hard, hard, you know, and yeah, and you can build up to it. But overall, yes, it is, it feels for most people too hard. But there's another, there's another aspect uh, or d- another difference there. And that's when you go into a really hot room, like a, like a steam sauna, you, um, you sweat and you, th- there is, um, there's sort of the understanding that not all of the water on you is actually your own spot sweat, but it's also coming sort of from the environment. Mm. And that's almost like a barrier to the heat that is in the room. Mm-hmm. So you compare that to an infrared sauna where it's great that the, the heat is, that the air is warm and there's some additional benefits. But what really happens is that infrared travels through the water of your, of your, uh, of your sweat and it travels through uh, the, the upper part of your skin. Mm-hmm. And then it heats up underneath it. It, it mm-hmm. releases its energy underneath it. It releases it whenever it hits, hits water. So it does, does heat up also the water that your sweat itself because it's mm-hmm. the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Part of it is 
but it also travels a little bit deeper and does certain things, including heating up your body. But it's, that's that's not it. It's it's not the only only benefit from going deep into your body. Okay, and so because I I do notice that I sweat a lot more with infrared. Like there is like I feel like there's buckets coming out of me in the infrared for the for the time that I can spend in there. It's just it feels fantastic. Obviously, making sure I'm remineralized and hydrated. You know that's the main mm-hmm. part of that. But why why yeah. do we sweat more with the infrared? So when infrared, infrared is a particular wavelength. It's a natural mm. wavelength that you also find in the sun. So it's, 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 you know, it's a naturally occurring wavelength. And, uh, and you get actually, when you hug someone, you, you exchange infrared uh, warmth. Oh. <laughs> yeah, isn't that lovely? <laughs> so, um, and, you know, there's, there's a particular wavelength, 9.2 to 9.4 is roughly what, what the body gives off. And, and that's what we try to mimic mainly in our saunas. There are other wavelengths that we know are complementary, so we include them in how we design our heaters. And then there are different spectrums, mid and, and uh, near and then red light as well. Mm-hmm. But when, when this travels into your body, what it does is actually it opens up your, your vessel your blood vessels and it's it's called vessel dilation and this is this is a massive thing that um the japanese uh, figured out um some japanese uh, scientists in the 1970s and 1970s so it was uh, developed in in japan mm-hmm. and what they figured out is that if they hit this particular wavelength there are certain things happening in the body one is that the vessels open up which means that your blood flow is actually increasing and it increases um nutrients being brought to your cells as well as waste being taken away while that happens it also uh, vibrates the water in your cells Mm -hmm. so if if it hits a cell it makes the water in the cell move faster and therefore go faster through the membrane so the exchange is accelerated of water in the cell and uh, and the and the flow around the cells Mm. And and by, by figuring that out, basically figuring out what's the vibration of water and how can we actually mimic that because it does certain things in the body, we we have this additional effect which is normal steam sauna unfortunately can't do because it doesn't create that wavelength that does both of these things. There's then also the heat shock protein is a different story. That's another thing mm. that is in every, everyone's mouth at the moment. Yeah. And we can see that a lot is created when you're just in a really, really hot room. Yeah. So when, when you really want to focus, when you're an athlete and you really, really want to focus on heat shock proteins, then you have to ramp up our saunas as well a lot to get the maximum. But they are created also in the really comfortable 45 to 55 degrees. Mm-hmm. And we always um, argue, look, if you can stay longer in this environment, you get more benefits out of it than pushing yourself to our saunas go up to 70 degrees then pushing yourself up to 70 degrees and really suffering because it mm. is an infrared sauna 70 degrees is hot it is hot yeah mine mm. mine in summer only gets up to 65 in winter it will go up to only like 58 59 because it's a bit old it's a poor thing it's, it's getting past <laughs> <the same. laughs> yeah but even that is warm it is warm but when you're in there like, like you say you, you spend a lot of time in there and you feel it mm. it, it's, it just add, keeps on adding and compounding effect as you're as you're sitting there you're like okay <laughs> it's getting hot now um Agreed. Okay. <laughs> so with the so we talked a little bit about wavelengths and the sweating i just want to quickly move on before i forget into the emf and i know that's a clear difference of clear light is the emf um and e- even elf so give me a little bit of an explanation of, of both of those. 
Yeah, I, I just go quickly into the history of these uh, mm. infrared heaters because that makes it really clear. So okay. when, this, when this got discovered in the end of the 70s by, by these scientists, they, um, they didn't have a device ready. They just knew that infrared's, infrared seems to be really, really good for certain issues that people uh, were um, were showing and, and you know infrared therapy really helped so they were looking around what was actually out there that creates infrared heat and the first infrared saunas were using heaters from car manufacturers because they used them to dry paint that was just a thing yeah. and um <laughs> and and that was basically what it is and, and and that relates to how emf is created it was just one string of um of metal that was heated up by electricity right when you run electricity through a really thin piece of metal, it starts to glow, um, similar to actually your light bulb. Mm. And, um, and then, then they would put ceramic around it and that created the, a really, really good wavelength. Mm -hmm. So um, the ceramic heaters were the first that were out there and for, for many, many years, up to beginning of the 90s, I think. And then people looked a little bit further into the wavelengths and also about the distribution of these heaters so when you look at these ceramics rods they're just really like sticks and they're, they're all i'm sure you have seen these these types of infrared saunas so they're really uh really positioned on just a, a few parts in the sauna they're not all your back they're not all the sides they're just like a couple there and so the practical application of that is if you lean against this it was actually quite hot and on the other hand it wouldn't actually cover your whole your whole body it would only cover it where you exactly lean against, you know, and then other things, other parts are not, not covered. And for infrared therapy to work the best, you mm. really want to uh, wrap your, your body, completely surround your body with infrared uh, wavelengths so that mm. you get it from all sides because it is actually, um, it is a directional thing. It, 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 is, um, it gives you an overall benefit, but also especially the location that is head. That's mm. why um, near infrared, for example, when you use that exactly on your face, of course, it's good for your face. It's particular, not so much for your foot when you do this. And, mm. and so it's a similar thing for the whole infrared sauna. So tying this into EMF, these mm. hot rods were really great because they had, had, had hardly any EMF. It was just a bit going through there. It was not ideal, but it didn't have much EMF. And EMF, that's electrosmog, so that stands for electric magnetic frequency. And, um, and there are lots of studies that show that that's not ideal to have. Unfortunately, or fortunately, um, a new technology came out, which uh, were the heaters made out of uh, carbon. So there are these black panels that you see in these infrared saunas, and they're really, really useful from the point of view that um, they can just cover a whole wall. Yeah. It's really, I'm actually sitting in a sauna at the moment, right? So um, these panels behind me, these are, yeah. these are carbon ceramic, it's called. I can, I can point uh, the difference out as well. But they look how um, a normal carbon heater would look like, just, mm -hmm. just black panels. Mm -hmm. The downside is that it creates a really, really strong magnetic field, electromagnetic field. <clears throat> okay. And that's what EMF relates to. It's the magnetic part of electrosmog. There's also electric part, which is ELF. So this technology came out and it was great because it distributed it better in the, in the space. The wavelength is a bit nicer as well and had, had some benefits there. But um, soon... Uh, it was discussed, discovered that the electrosmog is just high. And uh, when I say high, it's like the World Health Organization would say, well, two to three is safe. Um, and these had 120. So that's quite a bit more. That's 40 times as high as what wow. they thought was safe. And if you talk to people who are really um, savvy about um, EMF and um, 
electrical frequencies that would say even two or three milligauss that is that's the unit you measure emf in, mm. is high mm. so um our founder rowley duncan founder of, of clear jacuzzis in uh, in california usa um, he has quite a technical mind and so he looked into different technologies of what could we actually do to reduce this and uh, he came up with two ways and patented those both and the patents still exist but basically everyone is using these patents for free and I'm, I'm proud about that because his point is like why would you not support an industry that is actually really really good by giving everyone this, the, the means to make this a safer, a safer sauna exactly. um, so, so we did that 10, 10 years ago and um, and implemented that, but realized that's not, not all of it. There's also another part of, of electrosmog, which is the electrical part. And that's a bit harder one to get actually out of your infrared sauna. Um, we, they're not the same strict or clear guidance of what's safe and what isn't safe. But what we know is like, if you shield it, you can reduce it. Um, so let me see, it's normally it's 20,000. We bring it down to eight. So that's magnitude of also 20 roughly to get it down from from 20,000 to um to under 1000 okay. and the way to do that there is you have to ground basically your heaters so you have to put a, a metal mesh in front of your heater mm. and and pull, pull those electric frequencies that would normally come out shield it and go go down um wow yeah so that's that's how it came and and you know it was unfortunate the, the new heaters were so great and then the, oops there was a problem with the two and we had mm. to work, work, work through that to actually get, get a safe sauna happening. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So um, just, just quickly, so the, the, the ELF is something that you would be measuring, say, from a PowerPoint in, in a house that you would normally get. That's the electric frequency that's coming out of, say, a PowerPoint, and that's what you're referring to with the ELF. Is that right? Uh, it's always, both is always present. present. Yeah. So um, oh, yeah. if you have... If yeah. You know how it is. It's the weirdest thing that you learn at, at school. It's like electricity is electric, but it's also magnetic at the same time, but not really. You know, it's like this. It's yeah. both. So, so yes, yeah. but you can measure that. The, the unit for that is milli, millivolt. So that's measured that's in right. volt. And people often do that like, okay, what, what does a grounding sheet do really for me? You know, and then you, you hold a voltmeter and you can see, ah, oh, it's plugged in. Yeah. Suddenly, I don't have any voltage in my body and vice versa. When you unplug it, suddenly the voltage of my body increases quite quickly and that type of thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so the the technology that's in the clear lights at the moment, obviously, it's very different mm. to what it was ten years ago, or even before that. So it's been yeah, around for some before. time now. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And yeah. So we we, we started with with the normal ceramic rods. Yeah. Because that's what was around, and you know, mm. eventually realized, oh, the wavelengths are so much better with carbon. And uh, looked into carbon, and then realized, okay, you need to actually do something about it. We found a couple of ways to do this cancelled yep. it out to the degree that you can't measure it yeah. that's that's where clearly that is normally said where you sit you shouldn't have any emf exposure whatsoever yeah. and uh, elf extremely low mm. yeah yeah that's what sort of drew my attention to the clear light more than anything because i think even my sunlight at home the the um, emf i think is still it would still be quite high we even we measured the the elf inside once we had it turned on i was like oh no yeah yeah you might not <laughs> want to do that um yeah, unfortunately, not necessarily the most expensive ones are the best ones when it comes to EMF. Um, so I think there are some some sunlight that are actually good with with EMF. ELF is not done by many many companies. I'm not aware of any other company that that does uh, ELF. 
Yeah. But um, I know that, you know, just as a tip, if you really want the sunlight and um, look, I think it's more the lower range that actually have EMF protection now, but um, I could be yeah. wrong. That's, um, that's as far as I know. Mm. Yeah. No, I feel this one, I, I don't know how old this one is. It's about 10 years, but my next one will definitely be a clear light. Hence my interest. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. More for the clinic as well. So we'll get a big one. Great. Um, mm. So, okay. So give me a bit of a run. There we go. Am I back on? Um, (laughs) Give me a bit of a rundown of what the benefits are for the infrared. For us. For us. Okay. You burn quite a few calories when you're in the sauna. People like Mm -hmm. that. So we did some some university studies around weight loss and infrared saunas and found that when people use our infrared saunas uh, frequently and uh, preferably actually at night, it seems to work a little bit better, you burn about 600 calories uh, in a session. So that's, wow. um, it can be quite sometimes you need to walk quite a few Ks to, yeah. to burn the same way. Uh, it's a passive exercise, a passive aerobic exercise that you do, your heart actually works, works a bit harder because of the vessels opening up and things yeah. like that. Um, so, so that's definitely a good one. There's an overall notion um, that Hippocrates would say, and that's give me a fever and I will heal any, any disease, any ill. And even though you don't create fever with a normal infrared sauna, although there is a trick how you could do it, mm-hmm. um, and actually trick your, your body into a fever state that it that runs individual, uh, independently of your sauna, so you can actually... Anyway won't go there it's, it's quite complicated it's called hypothermia if you want to look it up Absolutely. look at it um, it's Absolutely. used in, yeah. in german um in german uh, cancer clinics for example really successfully mm. to bring up white blood cells after chemo that type of thing so that's amazing but um that's a really extreme application but just having the heat in the body um does certain things for your body including um you know tickling the i have to be careful with my wording but you know not <laughs> So, so sort of don't like heat for example that's Absolutely. that's one of those things so mm-hmm. you know there's certainly the connection about like you know what, what what is it really um that does this but but you can see that your overall immune response is really positive to heat heat treatment mm-hmm. um there there are many um many studies showing that that uh mental health is something that is that is connected to to heat treatments in general longevity is a it's a really big one. There was a 30 year study uh, that showed 20, 20, no, 2000 people and how quickly they would die <laughs> in comparison to not using heat treatments. So it yeah. wasn't specifically even infrared saunas. We would think that infrared sauna would put it even higher. But what we found is that, or what, what this uh, study showed us is that if you use an infrared, uh, if a heat treatment to two, no, so three to four times a week, the mortality rate went down by up to 10 years. Mm. So, um, you know, cool. heat treatments can really help with longevity. And um, yeah, that was really, really encouraging just seeing. I'm, um, that's right. It was a 20 year study. It was 2,300 men, 50, mm-hmm. 50 years old. And we looked at, okay, you know, um, after that time, if someone uses it only once a week, how many would survive uh, for 20 years um, and 58 didn't? And then you had people for two or three days a week in, in a heat treatment and only 38 people died within uh, 20 years. And then you had people who used it for, to four or more per day uh, per week for mm-hmm. two to seven days a week mm-hmm. and only a third died. So there's a really wow. strong correlation between heat treatments and that. And, you know, you, can make up your mind what exactly it does but um it's it's really clear that that there are a couple of different things 
are working. And one, one other thing that, that we found is that um, it just relaxes the body so much. And yeah. I've talked to so many um, practitioners and, and uh, health experts on, on our podcast, the sauna show. And what, what we hear over and over again is like stress is the killer number one for people. It does so much. And I just want to point that out because it's fun. It's so valuable. Oh, um, yeah. Your body has two different states, right? Like rest and digest and yeah. uh, fight and flight. And when it's in the fight and flight, uh, it, it will not heal to the same degree or at all and will distribute the, 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 the blood and, and resources into the legs to run away, going into the fight and flight state in your head as well. And, and the reality is, there's actually no really anything scary around you. It's just the stress at work, the stress at home, time scarcity, or just not looking after your body and, and it creates a stress because it can't relax. And so the infrared saunas seem to really, really help people to get into, back into the relaxation stage uh, within, well, if you do it every night or every second night, that's where people reset at least twice every two days then, if you would say, you know, they do a mm. session every two days, mm. they get back into the stage and it will probably turn on again, maybe next morning when they have, have three coffees in the morning and then, you know, <laughs> go about their day or not. Um, mm. But if it does, at least there's a reset button or, or a help to get back to the state of, of uh, relaxation. And so to us, because this is killer number one, we feel yeah. that this is also one of the main benefits of these saunas is you have your own space, your own time where you just calm down and the warmth seems to do a really good work a really really good job there yeah absolutely and i find as well when you're in the sauna because it is getting hotter and hotter you you're quite mindful because you're like oh yep breathe okay we can <laughs> stay in here for a little bit like oh yeah okay let's do it so you can't really think too much about everything else and well you can for the first yes, 10 minutes but I after know, that yes. you go into you mindfulness yeah 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 <laughs> and you know i can i can throw a couple of other um conditions health conditions at you but um i I know that I know the studies that are out there, um, but I wouldn't be able to ex explain it to you exactly. So there are autoimmune mm. diseases that, that that it can tackle, lupus, rheumatic arthritis, which is a really easy one to figure out because you go into a sauna and suddenly the pain is gone. So for pain management, an infrared sauna is just fantastic. It flushes basically uh, out a certain element, element P, which normally tells the, the nerves there's an issue and here's the pain so that you know there's an issue. Mm -hmm. With infrared saunas, you flush this away so you can manage actually the pain. It doesn't cure anything there with arthritis, but it, it definitely takes the pain away. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I found yeah, that in we, clinic because I have a, a like a red light panel with an infrared component to oh, it. Yes. Uh -huh. And I had a client come in and I didn't realize how powerful it was, the infrared. It was, I don't think it was a red light. It was definitely an infrared component. And um, I always get them to go in there while I'm compounding their medicines. Um, and she was sat in there. She come back in and she, she said, oh, you know, I was really sore before. I couldn't even move yeah. my hand. Yeah. And she had arthritis. <laughs> And then she's mm. like, look at me now. I can move my hand. And I thought, oh, wow, that's incredible. She's like, I want one of these. Where do you get it from? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? It's the infrared, yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. It is. It does. It takes away any pain. So especially after exercise, I find as well, is that it really helps yeah. to get rid of the DOMS and get rid of the, that, um, you know, that residual soreness that you might feel afterwards. You know, looking at the users that, that first came to experience infrared saunas, there was certainly 
first came the people that had health issues. They wanted to try it out. They wanted to figure out whether this is something that can help them. And, you know, when it was really tangible, like, like um, that pain was going away, these were the people that started doing that. And then other people would follow. There was also the whole detox part of site that people were really interested in. Mm. And that led also to people in the film industry, uh, in the movie industry, uh, to look into it. So celebrities came next to look into this because they could see that there was something happening to their to their skin, whether mm. the skin detox or just got a better um, um, circulation, you would get a natural glow on when you use infrared saunas. So that were, they were uh, the next people that really, really put a spotlight off that. And that's some, some years ago now. And then one of the other ones that came uh, out of the works were um, athletes. They could just see that they're, as you said, recover so much faster so mm-hmm. that, that was another thing what i like about who got interested in this is uh, those are the people that saw benefit in it you know like it, w- it wasn't about a fad or anything like that. it was more like well you know i can see it i glow yeah. i want this this is my industry i, I need to look good right or mm. i i need to recover quickly because i'm i'm a, a sports person and i, I want to do that or i want to look after my health because I, I have health concerns and it went on from there firefighters often use it because they they can it's quite intense but when you're when you have been exposed to a lot of fumes and you go into an infrared sauna, you smell them again. We had people you have, uh, tasting in their mouth again uh, the, um, the cancer treatments, so um, oh, chemotherapy. Wow. They said we had a woman after 20 years of chemotherapy, like she had chemo 20 years ago, survived or good, and started infrared saunas 20 years after. And she said, I haven't tasted this taste since I took the chemicals, and now wow. I taste it again. So it stayed in the body and um, infrared saunas seem to be fantastic uh, by shaking up deep tissue deposits of, of certain toxins as well and bring them out. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, yeah, I've had a lot of firefighters as clients and it's a funny thing that I've always recommended them and many of them have actually bought their own saunas because I said the, the chemicals, because when I test some of their hair mineral analyses or when I look at <laughs> the heavy metal components that are in there, oh boy, it's just scary to see some of those firefighters. So a lot of them have uh, actually gotten their own saunas um, in their houses uh, and use on them that. on a daily basis. Yeah. For prevention because their mortality rates are really, really bad for firefighters which is not oh, good really because yeah, of the yeah, yeah. because of the exposures yeah um but yeah with, with the um with that shaking up i'll come back to that now because a lot of people so there, there's there's a different opinions and i and i want to get mm. your your opinion on it so yeah. when i look at heavy metal detox so when you look at the literature there's a lot of it says that well there's only a small portion that comes out through the sweat and i agree but I think it's more down to the fact that, like you said before, it's the shaking, it's the mixing up and it's the pushing out, whether it's the, the own body's metabolism and detoxification going through like the liver, for example, yeah. it's not only just coming out through the skin, it's shaking it up so it can get through the body. Would, would you agree? That's yeah, yeah, definitely, and that's that's such a good thing to point out because um, there are three different pathways of elimination. Mm. One is sweat, not necessarily mm. always the best one. Another one is breath. The other one is feces. Mm. And when you're an infrared sauna, we have we have customers who don't sweat for quite a while uh, for certain reasons. It, it doesn't come through the skin, but it doesn't mean that the toxins don't get mobilized. They do, but they they then go in through the lymphatic system, goes through the organs, you know, or, you know, mm. or through, through the breast and that type of thing. So that's certainly that's certainly one aspect of it, and that's great because we we have some people that are 
very toxic. And I always bring up the painter that would you have used lead paint. So lead yes. is in their body, especially in the fat deposits. Yes. And you don't want them to have too much lead in their in their actually system at any point of time. So mm. what we always recommend to these types of people, don't even try to have a normal session. You would have such a headache. You would feel really, really bad. And uh, things, you know, can might, might even, you know, they might even fall into a, a get really issues with the skin or mm. whatever. Like, you mm. know, we, we have heard it when people just went, pushed it straight away too much. And so when people recognize of the first session, oh, this, this is a little bit too full on. We really encourage them, don't push yourself. You know, it's, it's especially a male thing, I think, like males. Like, make <laughs> yeah, head. I, I, and I don't listen to my body when this is actually not comfortable. I still stay in and, you know, and they, yeah. they run into, you know, massive headaches and, and just don't take it, take it slowly. And, and so what we would say to someone who would have worked with heavy metals for, for, for a long time is uh, leave the door open, uh, set, it, set it to, you know, 40, 40 degrees, max and um just be exposed to that um to that frequency because mm. that creates resonance within your body it, it yes. creates a shaking yes and it gets mobilized regardless but you will actually sit more or less in in um, room temperature and that's fine yeah and, and then yeah. lastly that, that how this all ties together and why we're saying 45 to 55 degrees is really important uh when you want to look into detox to experience that is most of the heavy metals are fat soluble so they sit in your fat deposits and as you sweat there is a point in the body where detox is sort of more permitted and that's the lower temperature mm -hmm. and there's a water sweat that basically two sweats there's an oil sweat and there's a water sweat the oil sweat you get on when you walk through italy in 30 degrees and you feel a little bit muggy and, and sticky and that type of thing that's a lot mm -hmm. of oil coming out of it so you can feel that mm. when it gets really hot and you do exercise for example your body will not uh, get, let, let much oil out of your body it will be water because that's the faster way to cool the body body down so that's a, that's the reason why we always say, look, yeah, traditional saunas have this really high temperature. And if you want to focus especially on, on detox, there are more toxins in, in oil. Therefore, an oil sweat is preferred. And that happens mm. between 45 and 55 degrees. And to us, that's a t like 55 degrees in an infrared sauna to me is extremely hot anyway. So I'm happy with it. Yeah. But we also say at the same time, look, if you really like it hotter, if you like 60, 65, that's even, that, that's fine because you comply meaning like you will go again again into the sauna because it's hot enough for you to enjoy it and so we we never uh really dogmatic about it so it has to be 45 to 55 to be if but if you want to be if you want to look into to that it's mm. 20 times as many toxins that come out uh under that temperature in an oil sweat than a water sweat that is just like cool the body down this is not a detox time right now i just need to cool down that is fascinating. I've actually never heard of the two types of different sweats put that way. It's, uh, it's, that's have incredible. Have you experienced an oil sweat though? Like have you oh, absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> in that, well, even in Perth or, you know, over East where yeah. you are, you would get oil sweats more than probably us. Yeah. But we definitely get it when it's quite hot. And even, you know, yeah. I relate it to Bali. We go Bali a lot. Oh, so. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Yes. You know, and in Europe, of course. But yeah, definitely. But 
in saying that's why so when you're saying with the door open that's what I put my kids in sometimes when they're not feeling the greatest or they just need a bit of a the push up and leave the door open they can sit in there with the sauna on or even um, you know for a couple of minutes with the door closed when it's not hot at all so and they really like it they love it they enjoy it they really really like it I probably wouldn't recommend it to anyone else because I don't know in terms of what I can comment doing. on that if you yeah. like okay yeah so um well, fever is something that's quite natural and, and yes. kids, you know, create maybe just the heat sometimes when they're a little bit under the weather or when there's mm -hmm. something going on with them at night, right? And they might not have a full-on fever, but they certainly have a temperature. So that's mm -hmm. something that the body does naturally anyway. And we have found that um, kids with um, autistic kids, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it, it calms them down a lot. And we've, we found that there's a lot of benefit for, for kids in there. But the one really most important thing is if your kid wants to get out it can get out and you, you can't force it to be in there we know mm -hmm. about families where the, where, the, where the homework is done in the sauna and that's great yeah, yeah. No, a yeah. lot of people we, we get pictures all the time from uh, from um, pets yes. staying in the sauna loving it going in their dogs cat uh, yeah dogs and cats and all sorts so um it's 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 a natural frequency that's a nice mm -hmm. thing about it it's not something that is artificial um i have heard the argument oh it's like infra, uh, it's like a microwave but the microwave is a very very different frequency very that different. is not a natural <laughs> frequency that you would find mm -hmm. much in nature whereas mm -hmm. infrared as i said it, that your body actually gives off infrared heat uh, and any glowing object does too and you know a fireplace for example is a beautiful source of infrared heat it's ah, just not a, that's it's, why uh, i love it so much yeah right yeah mm -hmm. it's part of it so um mm. I, I guess you know j just last comment on kids if they feel really held and, and, and comfortable in there, then, um, you know, by all means, let them in. That's absolutely fine. They shouldn't have a lot of toxins in them. That's always our point of view. But of course, you don't know. But um, the heat definitely does something to their mental feeling. And uh, Dr. Rowley Duncan always says, well, it is sort of like a womb. It's a little bit darker. Mm. It's the same frequency as a womb. It's warm. And um, my take on it would be also, you don't burn it. We don't eat as many calories when you really want wrapped around with warmth there is just this overall feeling that the body can just relax versus being in a cold room and having to you know keep it up to have the body temperature right so mm. uh, there's a lot going on that that is really good just don't force them <laughs> no well i have to fight them out i'm like no you can't come in oh, it's my time <laughs> out you get. i'm relaxing right now mom mom can i come mom mom like, oh. <laughs> great <laughs> oh, get a bigger so cool. one so they can actually fit oh, um, <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I really wanted to actually ask you about that. And I'm glad I remembered. So fantastic. Um, so onto a little bit more of the benefits. So we've also got, yeah. obviously, the heat shock protein, proteins we, we've mentioned and the circulation, and then obviously the detoxification. Um, mm. We've even talked about the morbidity, so longevity and all those sorts of things. Now, yeah. you also talked about the metabolic rate and burning higher at night. So I wanted to come back to ideal times yes. for saunas. And so you said nighttime seems to be the best for that burning me metabolic rate. Yeah, it has something to, yeah. So, so it, that had something to do with the cortisol uh, level. So that, that was, oh. so you can look up the study. So it was oh. a weight loss study that we did uh, in, with the State University of New York mm -hmm. in Binghamton. And um, what, we, what we asked these people to do for 16 weeks is to have a 30 minute uh, session for five days a week. Mm -hmm. And they lost on average 4% of the, of, the of the fat, of the body fat, yeah. um, compared to people who weren't doing anything. Mm. And, and that's, that's great. And there's some 
well, there's quite a bit of study into um, obesity genes yep. and how they are stored in fat. So if you actually take these out of the body, you lose fat because they're actually then taken away from the body and the fat is not as needed for that. Mm. And um, yeah, and we, and we definitely found that, um, well, it ranged. It was between 300 and 800 calories in a session. Okay. But um, that was, was substantial. And we saw that the people that would do it later in the day had certainly better results than the ones that did it early in the morning. But not everyone wants to lose weight. And at the end of the day, everyone did um, in that, in that test, test group that, that, that did use the infrared saunas. Okay. So we would probably say, whatever works for you again like you know if, mm. if, if you can only do it in the morning you will lose weight as well it's just not maybe quite as fast as when when it when it was at night i can't remember the percentage of difference okay. uh, it, it will be written in the study but yeah it's certainly a good indication that whatever like no matter when you do it it's good for you mm. okay so so saying that there's an ideal time is not really one other than that nighttime metabolic rate um, or that burning rate that you said. So any time of the day do you think is suitable or is there any better yeah. times or worse times? Oh, well, it, yeah, so it really depends on the person. So we have okay. some people that can't sleep after it uh, mm. because um, you've you got certain hormones going on and, you know, that it's some endorphins are released. So which is actually great when you have Feeling an happy. infrared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have an infrared sauna center, it's actually really good because it is a little bit addictive. So people come back because they yeah. like this natural high. And I've seen some advertising around that because, yeah, that's one thing that happens. But over all the times, well, we don't find that the correlation is strong enough to say, change your rhythm, even though you only have time in the morning, you really should do it at night or something like that. Okay. And um, personally, I can't do it at morning easily because I get so relaxed in it that mm. um, I don't want to go... I don't want to do anything for a while. Mm. So, so that's then pushing it because I get so relaxed. Uh, that might be also the state that my body is in at that moment. So uh, for me, it's absolutely a nighttime thing, but I've, I know enough people that say I could not do it at nighttime. In terms of the, the frequency, we, we do believe that the more often, the better and longer is better too. So, uh, you know, five times a week, that's fantastic. If you can, four to five times a week, that's a really, really good maintenance pro uh, program. Uh, in terms of timing, say mm -hmm. about 20 minutes minimum. That's, mm -hmm. that's really good because it takes a little bit to heat up your, your core, actually the, the temperature of your body increase that actually through, through infrared therapy. Yeah. And up to an hour uh, per day. But we have customers that do it uh, more frequently than that. So twice mm -hmm. a day for an hour. I don't know what. That's intense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, also how much time do they have? It's great. Great. And maybe <laughs> they work in this one. I don't know. But yeah, so we, we have seen that working as well, but it's always important to listen to your body. If, if, yeah. if the temperature is too high, go down. That's absolutely no problem. If the length is too long, you know, then, then just go down there. We normally feel, that's my gut feeling, like 30 minutes to 40 minutes is probably for most people extremely beneficial. Longer mm. is, of course, better, but don't push it. Temperature-wise, just go where your body, body lets, leads you but we found 45 to 55 is definitely a sweet spot there. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with you. And that's what I sort of feel with myself as well. Um, is that 30 to 45 minutes is pretty amp. Like it's pretty good. Like it, sometimes yeah. an hour would be pushing it, but I definitely have to work. If I've had time off the sauna, I definitely have to work myself back into it again. Otherwise I feel a little bit run down for a couple of days afterwards. And I think it's shook everything up. Um, I remember actually <laughs> just, just quick on the length. Um, yeah. um, my business partner did a pod podcast in Hamburg a while ago and it was in a sauna with uh, two other guys. <laughs> I think it was 
and he did it for two hours, like a po- two-hour podcast in the sauna. And With because he was oh so distracted, he wasn't listening to his body. And I, I remember, like, he, he did take a day or two to recover because <laughs> you can't just overdo it, right? Like, just yeah. as you can do it with other things, yeah. Yeah, just like with the cold therapy as well. So I, uh, in summer here, in winter, I haven't. But in summer, I can definitely do a 40-minute sauna and then jump into the cold bath. Mm. And then the cold bath, if I'm too long in there, then I'll, yeah, I'll blow myself away, unfortunately. But what I, what, I, <laughs> what I do in winter, though, is to, I find, I'm not sure if this is what other people would do, but I do a bit of a workout. So, you know, like a 40 to an hour minute, you know, um, an hour or 60 minute workout. And then I hop into the sauna after when I'm a really, little bit more warm. And I find that, that I get better benefit out of that because it's I'm mm. heat, already heated a little bit more and then I sweat quicker. Mm, yeah yeah actually yeah a colleague of mine was saying that the other day she normally has a hot hot shower before she goes into the sauna and that really encourages the sweat mm, yeah um and and another friend damien we were talking about before off off um recording that he jumps on the trampoline or he said you know you gotta jump on the trampoline get the lymphatics going and then you hop in <laughs> yes okay. i know yeah. yeah 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 and there are certain protocols around that with mm. nice as well if you really really want to go down that oh, route nice you know have, have a look yes. at the nice and protocol that includes infrared saunas exercise or trampoline something like that and then yes. nice and as well yeah ah, it's interesting i've got a good i've got a good product that accidentally gives people nice and flushes that i didn't realize that i gave a few clients nice oh i've i've had a product like that not knowing <laughs> what was going on and i called the friend who gave it to me there was a prototype and he said yeah we just got that nice and a little bit higher you mm. will be fine yeah, I think it was 100 milligrams and that's probably like the, the borderline and a lot of clients, mm-hmm. and I even did it to myself and I was like, oh, that doesn't, like, you, know, whoop, you just get this rash all over your body. Like, oh, that yeah. feels red, nice. Red so I'll hop into the sauna next time and try it out. I'll do that next that's time. It. Yes, you're right. <laughs> all right, just quickly, before we run out of time, I wanted to talk to you about the three different, uh, the spectrums, yeah? So mm-hmm. we've got the near-infrared, the mid, mid-infrared, and the far-infrared, like you were mentioning before. Is there, um, you know, and so for other saunas as well, as a comparison, do they have all of them, or is Clearlight sort of one that would have all three and be unique in that way? Um, no, we, we're not unique. The, the, the... All of these wavelengths you could probably find somewhere else. You do have to be really precise of what the technology that is used to produce mm-hmm. them because um, infrared uh, therapy doesn't travel through the, uh, through the space like light does and goes as far as you, you want. It, it really okay. depends on how it is produced. So, um, so there's far, mid, and near infrared. Those, mm-hmm. those are all um, spectrums. Near is, is, a, is a really high energy wavelength. starts by open. 0.75 micron and then far goes all the way to thousand microns so it's quite a spectrum yeah for, mm. for, for, for more or less from one to thousand yeah. and um and far infrared is the traditional infrared type that has been out there for a long time and that was the original one that was discovered because mm-hmm. that was the wavelengths of the body as well um it's not visible though Okay. And then when, when you look into the opposite or the, the, the very high energy um, wavelengths, near infrared, that's something that has been around for a long time too. And um, great applications like these uh, red lights that were out, out there, you know, like um, mm. often they were actually producing near infrared uh, back in the 80s and 90s um, when you had the cold, you put this, you know, in front of your face and, and um, mm. do good things and so on. So you might remember that. And, and so um, there are 
a couple of ways to create, um, for example, near infrared. You can create it with um, LED, mm -hmm. and that's fantastic for topical um, topical applications. So, and people have problems with joints or something like that. I put put a, a lamp with many LEDs directly on it, and it seems to. And I've experienced it myself. It really works. Works really, really well. Um, mm -hmm. The downside of LEDs is that um, if you put it too far away from you, and that's like 30 to 50 centimeters away from you, there, there's nothing much coming. Right. And um, so, so that's not a technology that works in an infrared sauna. Mm -hmm. And and there are companies out there, including Sunlight, that uses it. Where we would question, so how does this actually work? Mm -hmm. um, because we wouldn't be able to measure that there's anything coming to the body unless you really lean against the source, which which is hard to, hard to find. But mm -hmm. um, there are other ways to, to produce it, and that would be with halogen. That's um, mm -hmm. that's a technology that has been around for quite a while as well. Uh, and uh, Philips. Uh, the, the light bulb manufacturer, they, they are the leaders in producing extremely good um, far, mid and near light bulbs that create all of that. Mm -hmm. So when you ask what technology do we use, our bread and butter is still far infrared. That's that's on three sides normally what you find. And then from the front, we come with a, a full spectrum light mm -hmm. created by halogen. Um, because it includes mid and near, um, these are really... They, they have more energy in them. So these are actually really, really hot heaters. So it's quite mm -hmm. good actually to put them further away because right. it's created by halogen. It travels far enough to you. That's all very well. Um, I could not imagine building a sauna with full spectrum all around you easily. Okay. Like that would be very, very, very hot. Um, yeah, it ha has a lot of, yeah, a lot okay. to it. And um, just, you might also want to know sort of what are the different benefits of these. Mm -hmm. So far infrared, I think we covered quite well. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to, to mid and near, um, so these are frequencies that, are, that, that don't get stopped by water because they're not the frequencies. They bypass water. Mm -hmm. and, and that means that it actually travels further into your body. So oh. when you look for, um, for faster uh, core temperature increase, mm -hmm. if you want to have a, a hotter experience, if you like, and a faster experience that way, um, you find that these mid and near do actually increase your um your core temperature faster and therefore in a reduced inflammation faster that way as well so we, we see some benefit there we see faster pain relief with with these types of frequencies and um of course their near is quite close to actually red light therapy and that's a completely different topic but um yeah <laughs> these, these, what's so beautiful about nature i guess is like it's not like this exact um frequency does only this and the next one does something completely different it is mm -hmm. quite fluent and yeah. and so mid and near have um share quite a few of the, of the benefits but overall you can see it's a, it's a higher energy um wavelength that goes into the body okay Interesting. So cool. It's got everything there. And yeah, definitely red light's another topic. And I think red light and then, well, you have the red light in the sauna there, don't you though? Like you guys. Yeah. So you, yeah. yeah. So you can, can attach that to your door. Yeah. Um, so, so you attach the red light to your door and it's a really yeah. particular t technology because with LEDs in particular, you have to make sure they don't, they run at the right temperature. So that's mm. the challenge for, so we are sauna builders, right? we build saunas. And when yes. we look at salt therapy that you could put in, we, we ask like, will this actually work in this hot environment with red light, the same way as with vitamin D lights and so on. So with red light in particular, these LEDs are really sensitive to heat. So if you put, uh, 
if you put uh, LEDs in, into this, into this uh, environment, the wavelengths will change. So you need to make sure that you cool it down uh. properly so that you actually get the ones that it's meant to do. So, and it's still a young industry when you look at it. Mm. I think we, we will probably come up with something way better that we have at the moment, but we can see that what, what we came up, which is a mixture out of red light and near infrared that you mount on your, onto your door, um, it, it works quite well and it's, it's, it's a really strong one. So we were really happy with where we got to for sure. Mm, excellent. Cause it's combining those two therapies in one that you don't have to, you know, it's sort of two birds with one stone and you can do it both at the same time, which is good for a lot of people who want to sort of combine both. Yeah. Can I just ask you a quick question? Mm. So what, like exactly that, like how much, how much do you fit into your, day right like is yeah. there because you're, you're an infrared sauna user mm. what else do you do while you have your session and what else would you love to be able to do in an infrared sauna what should the infrared sauna do on top of it we also have vibrational therapies we got those a little bit in but i'm sure there are other things and we're always on the lookout like what what, what do people want what would be really really ha helpful for everyone to have in a sauna additionally mm. well i know myself um it's the red light so i do sauna then red light i'm like oh i'd love to you know combine those mm. two because my sauna doesn't mm. have it um my sauna is also not big enough for me to be able to do many stretches and things like that but i know there are so that would be also mm. like the exercise component or stretching or you know doing you know strength work inside the sauna that's also a, a, probably a bonus for a lot of people um yeah like pemf or the vibrational therapy is definitely something that would be fantastic to do um yeah. and what else i think a lot of people just use it for you know studying and doing their work like you say the infrared is fantastic for that because you can get that ambient temperature where you're not burning your electro electronics which is fantastic um <laughs> but again that sort of goes against what you should be doing you should just be sitting there and actually enjoying and relaxing mm. and turning the nervous system off rather than um you know hyper secreting all those things so yeah, I think from, from my perspective, there's not a lot much more that would go into a sauna that you guys don't already have in the, some of them that you, you already have on the market. Um, yeah, I guess the spectrums of light are out there as well. You can turn the different spectrums on or the different colours as well. So you've got the colour therapies even, um, and that's pretty mm. good. Yeah, so I, I, I guess it's not, not too much more. I don't know if what else is on the, on the cards for you guys. Are you looking at now? <laughs> Yeah, we look at, at different things like the PEMF is certainly something that we, we've looked into how to incorporate that. Mm. Um, vitamin D, we had a couple of roadblocks there, so we, yeah. haven't, we haven't released that yet. But we, we like the idea of while you be in an, a sauna, you also get your vitamin D fixed. So that it needs to, we have a prototype, but we haven't been able to release that one uh, the way we want to. Because we have to be careful not to, to make it too strong. And yeah, there are certain yeah. challenges that we're still yeah. working on. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if you could ever combine a sounds might sound weird but a, a hyperbaric with the sauna so you have yeah. i know yes <laughs> i think yeah, oxygen well, is too volatile <laughs> well we yeah we had people building it themselves around a one particular sauna which is a tunnel sauna and we're working mm. on that at the moment full steam to uh, to release something like that and while we're manufacturing that ourselves here in byron um, there, there is that opportunity to look further into it, but I think that's further, further down the road. But <laughs> it's, it's beautiful, right? Like there's, and I think more and more modalities will come out. And something that we love to share always with uh, when, when, when we talk about our saunas and the future plans is like, it is a wellness pot that we believe that it becomes because it is 
not possible to do all these things in a row linear. You want to do them sort of together or combine it in the way that you want. Mm. I don't think we will install a plunge pool in an infrared sauna, but you know, <laughs> there will be other things that you might do. Like who knows? Maybe there's a handheld cryotherapy coming out at one stage and you just yeah. sort of combine that with it. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? <laughs> but there's so much out there that a lot of people do like to stack, you know, the, 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 the classic biohack stack. So you, you're stacking things together to, to optimize time. So then you can get off and do other things and optimizing health the same time so i'm sure there's lots lots more on the cards for many different technologies as well which is super exciting like you say super exciting yeah i do have one thing that i'm really passionate yeah. about and, yeah um <laughs> it's one of those things when you know I, so i know the um infrared industry pretty well and um there are not many factories that create most of the brands uh, saunas and that's all well you know it's, it's it's okay many brands coming out of a couple of factories um there's one problem with with very low priced saunas um you 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 talked about the emf mm. but um that's not a must it's just something one needs to check and what needs to measure really on on an infrared sauna what the emf is is about this mm-hmm. um i've seen companies just sending out certificates and they were actually our certificates and that's like, see, oh my goodness EMF. It does, you know, it's just, you know, like every industry, there, there are mm. some, some people who just don't really care about, inf- um, about health and integrity. Um, so, so, so that you certainly can, can check. Um, the other thing is um, the components that are used. And, and we're really passionate about using food grade glues. We use glues, but they are food grade. You can uh, eat them. Yes. And, um, and the massive one, and you sort of sense that when you go in such an infrared saunas, and there are many around like that, um, it is wood that has been dried with chemicals. It's the most common mm-hmm. way to dry, dry um, sauna wood is with chemicals. And um, that's more like, like a, the lower grade, but it exists. And the problem with that is like, you go in for a sauna, your pores open up and you're surrounded by wood that still has the chemical in it. And um, that's something that is really hard to measure. And it's, it's sort of the question is like, how is your, your wood dried? Is it kiln dried? Or is it um, chemically dried? And you can ask this question and you can get a proof that it is. I'm mm-hmm. not saying all the cheapies have that. I actually wouldn't know if all of the cheapies that have, but I, I know that out of the particular factories that produce a lot of volume, that's a very common way to source wood. And I just feel it's so unfair that, yeah. you know, in the media, see everywhere how good infrared saunas are. And that's great for the industry, but you still have to know what's out there, you know, and, and what, what the pit downfalls are. You know, I, I could talk about other things like where the heat is and stuff. That's all, you know, that's optimizing it. But when it actually comes to what is safe and what isn't safe, mm-hmm. chemicals like that in the wood or plastics that are actually not safe for the temperature, you, 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 can, you can sense it sort of. Just be aware of it because I've, I've, I'm really passionate about like, yes, as many infrared sauna companies as possible on the market, fantastic. Yeah. But please, the ones that actually care about people's health, Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's such a good point because you don't, you don't want to be undoing the job that you're already doing with detoxification. You're putting more chemicals in while you're super sensitive to it and your pores, like you say, are, are open. But yeah, it's, it's not a business. It's we're here for the health of other people and to build each other's health up, not to make everyone more unhealthy. So it's very, very important. <laughs> and yeah, absolutely. A passion of mine too. So, Sebastian, I think we're up for time and thank you so much for spending this time with me. I wanted to finish off by telling me where you can find all the information about you and the saunas and 
um, where people can go to find more information. Obviously, we'll link all everything in the show notes and give all the websites and the Instagrams and all that stuff. But give me a little bit of a rundown where to find you. We are clear like jacuzzi saunas. So if you if you Google clear like jacuzzi, you will you will find us no matter in which country you are. Mm-hmm. And um, we have uh, on Facebook and Instagram we have an account. It's called um, Clear Light Life. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's also the sauna show. That's more for wider uh, health information. But yeah, you would find us mainly on Facebook and Instagram as well as normally on the on the on the web. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much again for your time. It's been so, mm, so lovely yeah. to have a chat to you about this. And it was a lot of fun, really. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> it really Thanks for good. all the good questions. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And um, yeah, hope to talk to you again very soon and um, hope to get a clip. Now you've convinced me. I was already convinced, but now I'm like, hmm. Oh, this was a safe call, was it? Got to get one in here. Just make, making yeah, me motivated. Really happy to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Brilliant. Thanks, Sebastian. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health, as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au, for upcoming podcasts, workshops, and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast. Please remember that this information discussed here is general information and is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals. Please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments, lifestyle changes, medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon.